0: This is WWJ All Local. The Michigan Supreme Court is being asked to reinterpret the statute of limitations involving sexual assault allegations made against a former priest with the Catholic Diocese of Lansing. Brian McLean, the alleged victim in a case that dates back to 1999 when he was a teenager, has filed suit against former Ann Arbor Gabriel Richard Chaplain, Father Richard Lobert, whom he says abused him. McLean says shame and embarrassment kept him from talking about the assault for 20 years. I was getting help with other issues and I was able to actually be honest about it and tell a therapist and get help with it and that's exactly what I did. Attorney Venn Johnson, who represents McLean in the filing, says he believes Richard Lobert likely molested other victims. He was around that area through April of 2021. Probably throughout that entire period of time, this predator was doing the same thing to probably hundreds, if not thousands of others. McLean was a teenager attending the W.J. Maxey Boys Training School in Whitmore Lake at the time of the alleged assaults. According to court filings, Father Lobert would periodically visit the school to provide counseling support for the teenagers who were housed there. Three alleged porch pirates are now facing charges for swiping packages in St. Clair Shores. Damon Lyons, Jamon Cassidy, and A'shawn Weathers-Tims have each been charged with mail theft and concealing stolen property. Their individual bonds have all been set at $5,000. On Saturday, police caught the trio with several empty boxes in the area of 13 Mile and Harper. Some of those gifts were recovered, and now St. Clair Shores police is asking people to give them a call if you think one of them could be yours. Luke Sloan, WWJ News Radio 950. Just in time for the holidays, respiratory illnesses are on the rise all across Metro Detroit. Dr. Rena Deza is with Henry Ford Health. She says, even though the pandemic is over, COVID 19 does remain in circulation. Even though the global pandemic is over, the virus still remains very much in circulation. And although most healthy individuals uh, do well. They probably won't notice anything more than the common cold type of symptoms, but it can be dangerous to vulnerable people. Dr. Daza says other illnesses that are going around the metro Detroit area include the flu, sinus infections, and the common cold. Concerns are being raised today that 2024 could be a tough year for many electric vehicle startups. WWJ AutoBeat reporter Jeff Gilbert joins us live with the details. Good afternoon, Jeff. Good afternoon, Tony. It is all about cash, and many of those startups are running out of it. The Wall Street Journal says 18 EV startups could run out of money by the end of next year. WWJ analyst John McElroy says things have changed a lot since last year. There was a feeding frenzy on Wall Street. There was fear of missing out. EV stocks were skyrocketing. The values were greater than General Motors or Ford in many cases. Today, it's all come crashing down to reality. McElroy sees Tesla, Rivian, and Lucid in the best shape as EV startups also face more competition from legacy car makers. Reporting live, I'm Jeff Gilbert, WWJ, News Radio 915. All right, thank you, Jeff. With the Federal Reserve making the decision to not raise interest rates last week, and with officials sending the signal that they could cut interest rates in 2024, that could signal a much-needed turnaround in the housing market, according to Hall Financial CEO and founder David Hall. As rates continue to go down, and I think that uh, that's a very strong possibility, more and more folks are going to think about selling their home and buying a new one. And let's remember, that's been the key So everything that's going on in the market is low inventory. And what's one of the biggest reasons for low housing inventory is folks locked in around 3% and they didn't want to give up that rate. Right now, the average interest rate on a 30-year fixed home mortgage is 7.2%. Just one year ago, the average interest rate on a 30-year mortgage was 5.3%. Parking changes are headed to Detroit in 2024. Starting on January 2nd, the city of Detroit will enforce parking violations on Sundays in some residential areas of the city. Tickets will be written in Cass Park, Selden, and Southern and Central Brush Park. Municipal Parking Director Keith Hutchings says theater and restaurant traffic is pushing homeowners out of their parking spaces. Sometimes it's the development that maybe doesn't have parking Uh, based off a zoning that adequately supports the level of parking activity. Um, Sometimes it is. it could be around the the theater and entertainment district where you have some of our largest venues and you have tens of thousands of people coming in to enjoy those venues. Hutchings says parking at meters remains free on Sundays. Lions fans are angry about what they're calling unfair price hikes for season tickets. Longtime season ticket holders are reporting price boosts of 30, up to 85% for next season. Bob from Clinton Township is one of the many fans who say they're outraged. I'm all done with them, Uh, 35%. It's it's nuts. This is just like the Wings were when they started having success. But they won, you know, Stanley Cups, 97. They forced us to go to the Olympia Club. A lot of us uh, aren't heavy drinkers. So you get the people, you know, coming into the seats midway uh, way through the second period. This is bad. This is real bad. We've reached out to the team about the reasons for the price boost, but it isn't a secret. Demand for tickets in 2024 is through the roof. Some perspective now. Season ticket prices only went up 4% before this season. Online sports betting is netting major money in Michigan. Commercial and tribal operators reporting a combined $209.2 million in total Internet gaming and sports betting revenue in November. It's a 2% increase from the month prior. More than $500 million was handled, the highest Internet sports betting handled to date. And here's where the state of Michigan benefits. The operators reported submitting $33 million in taxes. As for the three Detroit casinos, they reported paying the city of Detroit $8.4 million in wagering taxes and municipal service fees. Jonathan Carlson, WWJ News Radio 950. Our friends south of the Michigan border have owned up to a bet. Back in November, Detroit police and Columbus police made a friendly wager to wear the opponent's gear based on the results of this year's Michigan-Ohio State game. The Wolverines defeated Ohio State for the third consecutive year, and now the Columbus Police Department is making good on their promise. They posted a video of some of their officers in Michigan gear. We found a few of these pieces in our recycle bin, and we're wearing the gear as promised. But it wouldn't be a true challenge if we didn't put our twist on it. Now that twist, the Block M was crossed out in red tape on all of the officers' gear. Honoring a legendary coach and teacher in Sterling Heights, Rick By, who coached several sports and taught P.E. and Woodshop at Sterling Heights-Stevenson High School, is having the school's field house named for him today. Utica Community School says Bai had a positive influence on countless students during his 42-year career with the district. This would make quite the Christmas gift. No one took home last night's Powerball jackpot. That means the grand prize is now $572 million ahead of tomorrow night's drawing. This marks the fourth time a Powerball jackpot has climbed above a half a billion dollars this year. The grand prize was claimed last October 11th, when a lucky player in California won a record $1.7 billion jackpot. For the latest news plus traffic and weather together on the 8th, tune to AM 950. Follow WWJ on our Odyssey app or ask Alexa to play WWJ News Radio 950. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.TV. Watch every out of market regular season game on your favorite streaming devices, anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand.